Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Web College here on webmasterradio.fm. It's like 15th of November, 2018. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And uh, <laughs> um, Dave, I don't know if it was you or it was that Danny Goodwin fellow or, or whatever, but um, you guys gave me gave me uh, quite the surprise when I woke up this morning. Um, I'm an entity, am I? You are. You are. I'm in the chair you sit on is an entity. <laughs> Me, the chair, the uh, the 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 the, the uh, cooler I was drinking, uh, the car, the Borg, someone else's idea, and a pixel were all yeah. examples of entities. They were indeed. Okay, uh, now, an article ahead. you wrote, Search Engine Journal, published this morning. Um, mass published. It was also in the uh, Search Engine Journal newsletter, and I got. To, I hate that photo. So thanks, dude. Um, <laughs> Uh, 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 used me in, in, in the title photo, but but the thing that you wrote, I think that was probably the most important sentence in the entire like uh, article is entities just might be the single most important concepts to understand in SEO right now. Not to beat a dead horse because we talked about this a whole bunch, but what do you mean? Well, why why are entities the most important concept to understand in SEO right now? What the hell is an entity? What am I, what am I being an entity for? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I mean, when we think about it, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll go to the example I, I used in the in the piece, and I mean, I, I but I won't get into all the all the explanations of it. Um, but if we think about, well, what what is an entity? Let's let's cover that first. And there's basically four words that you can use, or or four bullet points. It's singular, so there's only one of them. Like there's only one gem. It's unique. Goodness yeah, knows anybody that, that who works. knows you knows that you are unique. <laughs> that, that you are exactly um, that you are well defined. I mean, you know, debate that, um, and that you are distinguishable. I didn't say distinguished, just distinguishable. Um, 
<laughs> so, um, and this is where something like an idea comes in. It fits all of those criteria. It's not a, a you know a thing you can touch, but it is you know it, it meets all of those four criteria. It, it becomes an entity. Um, the reason that they are the most important thing in search. I mean, basically, machine learning in in search or in Google and and Bing's capabilities have taught them to understand language and, and increasingly so. I mean, they're not perfect at it yet, but they're, they're getting there. They're, they're evolving rapidly in their understanding of language, natural language, and how to draw relevance through there. And if we really think about it, they, they've come out and they said, here's the top three ranking factors. Now, they, it's been a while since they said that, but it was links, content, rank brain. Right? So I, I'm gonna go, we've evolved quite a bit since then, so let's talk about links, content, and rank brainy things that basically are machine learning, right? Like it's evolved a bunch and it's no longer just rank brain putzing around in, in the systems there. Well, but if we think, in, sorry? In those explanations, rank brain was always a euphemism for AI. Exactly, exactly. It was just, and rank brain, as you know, was just the first iteration. That's what they called the, the sort of first foray into machine learning. And so, yeah, exactly right. Is It's sort of become a generic term. Um, for artificial intelligence in, in the Google the Google infrastructure. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in, the, in that context, if we think about it, though, like if we look at all three of those things, and this is why entities are important as they are and, and why our understanding of them is, is, as machine learning gives Google and Bing the capabilities to really understand language, what is language? Right? Like, uh, what, what, what actually is it? It is a connection of entities. It, they, in our brains, it becomes a slightly different thing. But at the end of the day, all it is is connecting entities with their relationships at, at its core. Um, you know, and, and, and a few other sort of criteria around it. So in, in, the, in the you know, phrase that I used um, you know, in the article, SEO is dead. Okay, we're connecting the entity SEO. Not the SEO Jim Hedger, but SEO <laughs> you know, as, as a thing, as an entity and it's unto itself, dead, um, is, is a hey. state and which is, is an entity unto itself, and then is is the connector. It defines the relationship, and SEO is dead. It defines the, the relationship and, and the direction of the relationship. One thing is another. So, and basically all of language is. So content is essentially a, a, a grouping of different entities, and Google can now understand them, and certainly a year from now, we'll be understanding them even better and, and you know at some point probably better than most of us um links are just a default they they before we were talking about entities that's all they are they just connect a relationship between two entities this page and this page right that's it now we've connected more about them the entity of the anchor text the entity of the topic the entity of the page rank the all of these things also stockpile in there um but links at their core are connections of entities those entities have a bunch of other entities connecting to them so the entity of this page has a bunch of entities related to it about topics and words and that sort of thing and other related entities and then all of those connect via a link a directional relationship to the next entity the target page passing all that across so entities are at their core links are at their core entity connectors that's that's actually functionally what they are we just didn't know what they were um, and, and google hadn't even really put it that way when when we got there either um and then you have rank brain i mean that's all its job is to decide the value of different entities as we were talking about last week right like the the value of time for example time as as an entity this day versus this day um these are both entities um and google going okay if somebody's searching for you know so, 
best movies on Netflix, okay, timeliness is the more important entity, whereas if they're looking up history of the American Civil War, okay, links and authority are probably going to be stronger signals. So all Rank Brain really does is sits there and goes, which entities are more important than others? So, I mean, entities are throat SEO. They're, they're the, the only concept in SEO that touches virtually, if not literally, everything. Okay, so entities are more than descriptors. They're more than like keyword-laden objects, more than like the, 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 the topic of the site. Um, the links connecting the sites can be considered an entity in, 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 in the AI eyes. Well, indeed. I mean, the way I like to think about it, and it goes back to, and it's linked to in the article for anybody who, who cares to go to the, to the nuts and bolts of it. But one of the concepts I think um, that helps me best understand entities goes back to Bill Slosky's write-up about the MetaWeb purchase back in 2010. Um, and basically, MetaWeb was just a company that was starting into the idea of entities. And basically, the entity named, you know, Dave Davies, this version, the one, you know, on the podcast right now, would be, and I don't know what my specific entity reference number is, but, you know, 74Z28C, right? Like, just this long alphanumeric string, basically. And as soon as we can understand that concept, right, if I could have a unique identifier, if anything can have a unique identifier, a pixel on a screen could have a unique identifier, and not everything needs to actually specifically have one, otherwise we're gonna run out of identifiers like we would IP addresses. Um, you know, but some sort of system of classifying each individual relevant entity, now we can really start to understand how they connect because it takes us outside, or at least it did for me. It took me outside of this abstract idea of you know, entities as some sort of thing I, I couldn't really wrap my brain around. But if I can look at something like the remote control for my television and go, that could be a unique identifier and nothing will ever need that same identifier. If, if, if I can actually look at a thing and go, if it had an identifier, this fits all four of those criteria and anything else, regardless of how similar it is to it, would need to have a unique identifier because it cannot be exactly the same thing because it can't occupy the same space and time. Okay, now it can have its own. Now it is a unique entity. And as soon as you think about it that way, it becomes a less abstract concept and more of a, okay, these are how these things connect. And two identical remotes, for example, because they can't occupy the same space and time, they'll have different entities of batteries inside of them. Right? They may be different brands, they may be identical, but no matter how identical they be, they'll be related, but not, not the same. To go, to go with your analogy with the remotes, yep. Um, yep. as any trip to my parents' house uh, instructs <laughs> me over and over and over again, um, you can have a half dozen remotes on a coffee table, and you <laughs> can know that these are all remotes for the electronics that are around and underneath the entity called the television. Right. Knowing what to do with those damn remotes is not <laughs> <to do there. laughs> Well, now, now you need to grab the entity called the manual and pull it up. Uh, <laughs> well, or, or you need the entity called your SEO to explain this to you. Yeah, exactly. You need, you know, you know the phone number for Jim to come on over, and because I know I get the same calls too. <laughs> So I know what you're talking about. So yeah, I mean that's at its core. That's that's really what it breaks down to. Now I mean there's there's a whole bunch of things around it, of course. But but well, well no, no, Dave, actually, what I'm what I'm getting at is I think we might be leaving the listeners with 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 the open question. Okay, so we can identify these objects and right. uh, we can help Google identify these objects. But what do we do w with this knowledge? What how how do we how do we better 
um, identify, describe, and make available to Google. What we do with these entities. Okay, gotcha. Right, because now I know that my website has a, an identifier number, and I need my identifier number to have a stronger value than the identifier next to it, right? So I get your point, actually. We haven't actually talked about what the heck that and we know what an entity is now. How do we improve its value? There's some interesting patents on on entities, you know, as you know, because we've, we've touched on them a, a little bit in the past, I think. Um, there's a few of them that give us some real, really strong um, sort of keys into how Google is seeing them. And so I, I, you know, I assume that Bing would be following suit or at least very, very similarly approaching things. Um, basically what it comes down to, well, there's, there's systems method. I'm trying to decide what direction to go here. Um, but one of the problems that Google has is determining which entity is most important. So when I search for pizza near me, right, like which entities are, are most important, um, you know, in my location. So first we have the rank brain ask sort of thing coming in going, okay, it's a near me query. So obviously location is more important than number of links, right? Like, which is true. If I'm looking for pizza near me, I want to know the pizza spot, you know, half a block away. That's just a small mom and pop. I don't want the massive behemoth that might be like five kilometers away. Right. I want it to be near me. Um, you well, know, so technically, technically the pizza nearest you is that crappy McCain's product in the shoppers drug mart freezer section. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, you know, know that, that as well. That's a valid point, and they do know that. Um, that's funny. I'll actually have to search it up now and 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 see. Well, come on, um, no, it's true. It is, it is. But it's funny because it's like butted right up against an actual pizza shop called Oregano. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. nah. uh, <laughs> you know. So by you know, then you get into the other factors. But there's some at their core, really, really specific, um, you know, aspects that they look at if they're trying to define. You know, Dave Davy. I mean, that's, you know, I, I use myself as an example all the time in this one because it's a fun enough one. Um, you know, if they're trying to figure out if, you know, Jim sits down and enters in Dave Davies, you're never going to get me, right, as, as the entity. I'll never be the knowledge panel, for example. If folks are wondering why that is, it's because there's a guitarist for the kinks named Dave Davies. Now, how do they know he's more important than me? And he is. Um, one of the techniques that they use, and this I found interesting, and I'd never heard them use keyword density other than in this, this specific patent, and it absolutely makes sense. So they probably are using keyword density. Don't dump your keyword density. Oh, in, dude, you know what you just this. did, eh? Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but it's not actually, unfortunately, it, it's not to rank an individual page. So that's, that's a perk. So bumping up your keyword density is not going to help you rank. Um, you know, but what they do do is they go through the top 10 in their, their own list and go, okay, who are all the Dave Davieses in the top 10? Okay, it's this kinks guy, right? Shows up a whole whack of times. It used to be nine times. Now it's just 10 times. Like the entire top 10 is him. So they would look through that and go, it all relates to the same entity. Okay, then it has to be this. So they're actually using their own search results to determine their knowledge panels. Um, like which entity will be referenced in a knowledge panel. When I search Apple, do I mean the company or do I mean the fruit? Right? Mm -hmm. That sort of thing. And then they'll actually just search their own index um, to find out of the top ranking sites. So basically they're trusting their own search algorithms to have filtered, but not so much that they'll just choose number one. They just go, which entities reference the most times in the top 10? That's the winner, and if there isn't a large enough gap, they show nothing. 
Um, but when it comes down to how do you determine that you are the strongest entity or have the strongest relationship to a topic, they're really, really clear on that. Um, so one of them is relatedness. Um, so is me connecting me to another, um, another entity. So the example I used in here is Donald Trump president. He's also a businessman, right? So, and I'm just, I'm, I'm staying agnostic here on, on preferences, but he's a businessman and he's a president. Why, when I search Donald Trump, does his information for president show up? And it's because of those entity relationships, right? All of the newest ones relate to him as a president. Um, all of the top entity references on the internet currently relate to him as the president. And so that's the entity that shows up. Now, if I switch my query to presidents of the United States, now all of a sudden you'll get um, a carousel that's showing through where it shows all the presidents and core characteristics of them, such as the, the dates that they served uh, or the years that they served, sort of showing up in a carousel because Google understands that I'm now looking for a plurality of entities, not a, not a specific. And that, but and that, the, in are, that, that, in fact, there are a plurality of this specific entity, where in other instances, Google might, in fact, word stem and present the uh, singular and the plural is the same. Well, exactly. You're, you're sort of hitting the nail on the head here, and they do have to do that. And sometimes that, that is the, the way this sort of rolls out. The way they're determining that is going, okay, on this page, the entity Donald Trump appears. On this page, the entity president appears. Now, on a different page altogether, and they would need to know that that wasn't president of a company, that was president of the United States. Now, on a different page, it would be Bill Clinton. Um, you know, was the the sort of entity being referenced and president, not of a company of the United States, was also being referenced and on enough times or on authoritative enough sites to build that confidence. So we have to does, think does, that. Does story. Google use blacklight to, to detect entities about Bill, Bill Clinton? <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how many All right, I should have picked a different president then as an example. I was trying to go to the other party, right, just to like stay as agnostic and of course, you had to go that route. Uh, it was a party, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> uh, they also used three other um, known notability, contribution, and prizes. Who's won prizes? Um, Oscars, U.S. Search Awards, Nobel Prizes, whatever they might be. It depends on, on, you know, that's why if you search up best actresses, which I did the query, Meryl Streep shows up number one in the carousel. Right, okay. it's, it's that prizes will will be coming in. Contribution is to a sector, so I can rant on Yelp about a business based on their pricing. My contribution to the sector of food and 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 cuisine and restaurant is very very low. So my impact would be incredibly low. You end up with the New York Times, you know, food critic writing. Their notability is higher. Their contribution to the industry is higher. They'll pass across. And you can think of this just as sites as a whole. A link to my site from Search Engine Land, Search Engine Journal. These two entities have incredibly high contributions into the SEO space. So a reference from them to me is going to be far more valuable um, than even on some similarly powered sites, but that just don't have that contribution um, you know, sort of metric coming in there. And the same sort of thing happens with um, notability, although notability is a, a really neat one that I, I had a hard time wrapping my brain around because it actually gets into formula. Um, and, and it's just, I was, it was funny. It's a simple formula, right? It's just a stupid, simple formula. And I was trying to wrap my brain around it. I had a heck of a time until I thought of fish. Um, and the idea is, is the larger my contribution and the lower the notability of a topic, 
the more important I am. Right. And I, I had this like hard so, time wrapping my brain around that. Right. But it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see how right, it is. A, if you are a big fish in a small pond, you are more important than if you're a big fish in an ocean with sharks. Right. Like it just, that's sort of what it broke down to. So it, it essentially got down to if I'm an author and I write short stories, for example, I, I think I'm using their example uh, from, from the patent itself. And I write short stories. I'm going to be more notable in that than if we're just looking at the topic of literature as a whole throughout all time, right. When we're counting plays and we're counting all of that, my notability score will be lower when the pond is bigger. So that is, so basically the more important you are in your niche, the more notable you are, right. Is, is what it boils down to. So be an expert at your thing. (laughs) And on that, on that we got to take a break we are we are so pushing up against time limit here um like i could just see brasco in the studio grinding his <laughs> nails for the file um okay friends uh we will come back talk about more uh, entity in, in uh search after these messages but first from head from digital always media dave davies from being sponsored marketing it's the 15th of november 2018 you listen to web culture webmaster and we offer a fact back after these messages Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Webmasterradio.fm. Take your hat off, kick your feet up, and log into the feed. We're here for you 24-7. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 15th of November, 2018. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. And uh, we got a whole bunch, we got a whole bunch of stories we want to get through, all of which are going to be getting back to um, you know, I almost want to call it Noogle, because <laughs> the way Google is ranking websites and and and, and looking at I, mean, I don't even want to talk about websites anymore. I want to talk about objects in Google's index. Mm-hmm. Um, the word website almost feels archaic, eh? Um, so it feels like we're dealing with a with a new a new entity of its own called Noogle. Um, I almost want to want to refer to it as that because 
there's like such substantial changes happening in 2018 slash 2019 in the in the way that we, we 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 even have to look at the environment that we're working in. Eh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's one that that uh, you threw up earlier, and I mean, we kind of uh, decided it was a non-story, but it's still interesting. It's a good one to come back from break on because we can just dispose of it real quick. Um, <laughs> had you and by the way, had you told me this without showing me the article, I wouldn't have believed you. But according to an article published in Search Engine Land today, and this is published by uh, written by Eli Schwartz, uh, director of online products product for SurveyMonkey. Um, when it comes to looking for information to basically, you know, validating your information experience, the majority of younger people, of millennials, call them younger people anymore, but a higher number of millennials, 36%, would turn to a search engine over a tiny fraction of people, say 5%, who would go to social media looking for the information. Now, that, uh, that, 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 leaves a heck of a lot of people say, you know, 60, uh, 59% of the people, I don't know what the heck, where they're getting their information from, but um, wouldn't, you, would you, wouldn't, wouldn't you have thought that was different? 36% turning to a search engine, but only 5% going to social media looking for information? Yeah, I find it interesting. Um, because just like you, when I read it, I uh, read it. Hey, speaking of social, um, when I when I first read it, I was surprised um, by what what the data was telling me. Like I, you know, I read the title, but as soon as I dug in, and I think probably very very similar to you, when I dug in and I started to understand the context, it's not to say that the vast majority of their content discovery is done on search engines versus social media. It's just saying basically when they have a question. They turn to search engines, just like those in the Gen X, you know, uh, sort of generation do, um, because that's where you get answers to things, right? That you don't know. Some you can you can turn to. And it's funny, I don't even think of them as as going to Facebook when it's like, and do you go to social media? I doubt Facebook is that one. Sometimes it will be, right? You can get your recommendations there, but I suspect it's more like Reddit or something like that, right? Like firing a question and. Um, wait until you get some responses back or you know what there's actually probably a just I'd have to go you know and, and talk to my kids and find out which ones they would actually be on to ask questions and I, I didn't think to do that before our show here but um, yeah once we think of the context of things it does change a little bit where it's like when they're looking for information they're going here but that's not to say you know as, as I as I know, the vast majority of their content discovery is done there I know heck even most of my content discovery isn't done on search engines Right, most of my content, it's 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 probably ninety percent on some form of of social. Um, oh, for me, it's often direct. Like or, it, would, it would appear as direct in your analytics. I'm typing the URL into the or into the address bar because you know I want to know about xyz dot com. Right, right, and that's absolutely the way the way it sort of goes. Um, you know, or I get my RSS feed, right? And it's like, oh, okay, you know, here's what's happening in search engine land, search engine journal, boom, 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 right? Or, you know, like TechCrunch or whatever, right? Like whoever's in okay, my feed. So, so, so you've already got an information source that is feeding data down into your computer based, you know, based solely on what your personal interest is. Yours happens to be uh, search information. 
Yeah. So you're going to be getting Search Engine Journal, uh, uh, SE Roundtable, um, Search Engine Land, etc. Exactly. Um, but I look at my kid, my, my youngest, would be on YouTube, and it would yep. be the people he's following. It's not search stuff. It's not an RSS feed, but it's still social media, not search. right? But, but that's the discovery. But as soon as he's like, okay, what's a, I don't know, cheat code for game X, Y, or Z, right? Whatever that might be. Well, that, yeah. that takes him probably to Google or Bing or, or another search tool. Exactly. He's not asking on YouTube. He's not asking on Reddit. So I think that's what we're getting at with that, with that data is when they're looking to answer a question, they go the to reason, search. The reason this stuff is important is SEOs are, you know, primarily search engine optimization marketers, but we're digital marketers. So knowing how people are using uh, uh, not just the web, but various tools in their hands or their pockets, such as their mobile device, is really important to driving. Our, our job is to drive traffic and conversions. Mm -hmm. Now, if I gave you an address anywhere in the world, would you most likely go to a search engine or maybe the uh, map app on your mobile device? 22% would go to a search engine. I'd probably be amongst that 22% because it would find the keyboard easier. But 37% will go to the maps app on their on their mobile device. So I think about the implications in that for say local search. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless of course your map app is made by Google, in which case you're getting a local search experience uh, foisted on you anyway. <laughs> um, interesting one, which I think is uh, is is uh, really directly related to pr to uh, to practitioners like 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 you, Dave. Um, voice search. Yeah. This is something that's taking off. Um, I see, I, I, the way they're phrasing it, Eli phrased it in this article, he says only 12% of users are conducting voice searches uh, at least once a day. I think he's got four letters too many in that sentence because only, 12% I, 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 is like um, one in eight, or one in, one in uh, eight, one in nine people. Yeah. That's a substantial number of people given that voice search has only been popularized for about 18 months. And that number is going upwards. It's not going downwards. You know, I think he's suffering in his writing there, and we've all done this, right? Especially, you know, people, you, me, probably the a lot of, of our life, a lot of answers. Well, my thought is, when you've been around so long that you can know that your prediction of the future is fairly solid, now 12% seems like only because I'm already seeing the future, right? I've already looked at all the growth metrics. I know what 2022 kind of looks like, mm -hmm. right? And so by comparison, right, because I know where we're going, 12% seems incredibly low, right? So I, I've, I've caught myself doing that in, in my own articles as well, where I'll proof them and go, oh, I have no reason for saying something like that. Like adding only. It's like, actually, if you look at it as year over year growth, only has no place in it. That's your point. Uh, yeah. But if you think about where we're going to be two, three, four years from now, 12% is a big only 12%, right? It's like if the, if the internet's proven one thing, it's that Douglas Copeland's theory on acceleration culture is absolutely right. Yeah. Where we are, we are the we are each the hundredth monkey. <clears throat> you know, I see, I, I see Dave using this technique. I'm copying it immediately, even though I'm thousands of miles away. Right, uh, and 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 that spreads like wildfire because, like you know, our our habits are instantly rep replicable because this is a digital environment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Anyway, the point of that is keep in mind this, this 
this use of technology is going to grow, which means the way we write our content, the way we present information on a page, and uh, the way we present entities as you know definable objects to search engines. All of that is affected by how people are accessing the information we're trying to feed to them through some searchable device. Indeed, indeed. And we need to really think, here's what I love about millennials. I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of things I love about millennials. Uh, like, I don't know, my, probably my number one thing is actually that all of them are old enough to have credit cards now. But, um, you know, what, what I actually think is, is great about them um, is that they are a sort of more... I'll, I'll, I'll call it paranoid, but, but it's, it's actually not paranoid. It's a more logical and understanding group. They grew up with technology. They understand what their privacy is, right? They, they actually understand that online. Um, and so their interaction with devices is fundamentally different um, than ours are, mm-hmm. right? Um, but their adoption rates are very high. When they do adopt a thing, I mean, we, we watched it, right? Like the speed with which somebody from you or I's generate, like we're part of the same generation, but the sort of our generation, even a, a little bit younger than us, say, um, you know, five years younger than us, um, to probably about five years older, our adoption rate on social media is slow. We're still using Facebook, right? Like that's, that's kind of where we're at. We found it, it works great. All of our friends are there, fantastic. The speed with which I keep hearing my kids talking about a different social thing, the rise and fall with millennial Indeed, eh? social properties is incredibly rapid because they find a thing and they'll all adopt it as soon as they realize that's the thing they want, right? It solves a problem they didn't before. So when we look at something like this, how far? Once the privacy concerns are addressed, and that's a big one I keep hearing about, once the privacy concerns are addressed with something like a Google Home, Right. Once they feel comfortable that they are not actually being listened to all the time, the adoption rate. Can I see my kid sitting there on YouTube, blah, blah, and then asking his his you know voice device, what is that cheat? I'm just naming cheat codes. I don't know that he uses them, but I'm just <laughs> picking an example that I've used, <laughs> and then just shouting for it because now he can keep doing both of his experiences at the same time. Yes, absolutely. And would the adoption rate be high? Incredibly high if they do it as a whole. Right, there will be whole social media networks built around voice, right? Oh, so absolutely, there will be. I mean, like it's funny during during break we were talking about the um, uh, uh, viability of uh, uh, Google Hangout or what Google Google Hangout has become moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine with Google Home or 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 an Alexa Alexa device or whatever conversational. Um, who is it who's on tour right now is a virtual uh in virtual reality um there's a there's a performing artist still alive i'm, I'm sorry i'm completely spacing uh spacing his name and it's it's a male performing artist um who's doing uh his concert tour virtually interesting that's coming to your home faster than you think eh oh absolutely absolutely so imagine, imagine your kid ado- we were talking about adoption rate um, just ha- the kind of conversations they're going to be having with their friends in, in uh, Tanzania, with their friends in Korea, with their friends in Australia. Um, so adoption rates will skyrocket because it all comes down. Da- it all comes down to like people doing things they want to do, but doing it easier and easier and easier, making it easier for them to, to get into the environment and making it easier for them to enjoy the environment once they're there. Our job is to sell them crap once they're in there. 
Well, indeed. And to give an idea, actually, I love exactly what you're saying, because I just two days ago, I um, heard the most interesting conversation. Well, it was happening to me, but I heard the most interesting thing in a conversation. And my eldest was discussing he had gone downtown um, to meet up with some friends. And I thought nothing of that. And he was going down and, and he did. He went downtown, was down for I don't know how many hours. But anyway, came back and was telling me about his his outing. Um, and he had met a couple friends and it was fantastic. This was the first time they had met. These are some of his closest friends. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time they'd ever met because they happened to be in Victoria. They were, they were from the States, but they had never met. And these were closer relationships than many of the people that he would know here. Well, um, but think of the SEO community. I mean, we've had, we've had that experience going for like, like almost 20 years now. Yeah, it's a fantastic, and, and that's, you know, you're, you're going exactly where I'm like, yeah, and you have alliances and your trusts and your adoption rate for communications are very different. You look at some of the groups that SEOs gather together in or, or whatnot, right? Like Dave Harry's on Friday, the dojo, right? Like everybody sort of piles in, um, you know, because that's what we do and we all adopt this thing because one of us do. They're just doing it on a much larger scale on the many, many, many millions of people. <laughs> right across a wide array of different preferences and likes and interests. Uh, and that's what I find really unique where we can all do it because we all have a common interest. They're just doing it because their common interest is their age, right? The, 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 their demographic is doing this. And so as a whole, everybody born between these two sets of years is now doing the same thing, right? That, that's really the only common trait among them is that they're born during a specific segment of time and that that time is defining what they're doing next. It, it, it's really quite fascinating, but it makes it really, really nightmarish for people like you and me and all of our listeners <laughs> to try and market to a moving target, right? But it provides opportunities, and if we can keep our eyes open, and I'm blessed to have two kids in this demographic, um, but if we keep our eye on it, if you can get ahead, watch where they're going before they get there, Part of the problem is, though, they tend to favor places that don't have ads. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I can't even. Yeah, well, I can't. Who 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 can blame them? Who right? doesn't? Who doesn't like? Yeah, exactly. Right. And but these companies, I think that might be part of why they rise and fall. They're there to be acquired by a company that'll dump advertising in. As soon as the ads are there, the millennials are gone. <laughs> so they pick a new thing. Indeed. <laughs> and then that, and that may well be it. If you want to destroy your own social network, over-commercialize it. Yeah, indeed. They're, they're not big fans of that commercialization because they're, they're there. It's exactly what Google keeps talking to us about. They're there to have a discussion. And people who are doing this, uh, I'm watching a lot of the mismanagement in it only because I have kids. I wouldn't have caught it before because I'm perfectly fine with ads. Um, you know, you see stats on ad blockers. It's not our generation. Right? I mean, some of us have it for sure, but it's not our generation. Right? It's like all of that percent is there. Right? Like it's it's all them. <laughs> it's them and then plus five percent or something. Right? Like it's 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 massive. Um because they hate it. Um they don't like tracking, they don't like ads, they don't like so yeah, these these so I think you could probably slip some in, but you watch them they get taken over by a Facebook or something. Like I remember when Oculus got bought by Facebook. And both my kids were like, well, that's it. That just sort of wrecks any hope we had of that. <laughs> right? and it's like, just because Facebook was there and they immediately knew ads, right? And it hasn't half played out, but that's because virtual reality through the Oculus has not taken off yet to, to the degree I think they were hoping it would be at this point. But you know ads are coming, and so they were immediately like, oh, let's check out HTC. <laughs> They'd rather just pay for a game than get the ads. Hmm. 
You know, I liken their mentality you know? to, to you and I have sat at a bar in the rooftop in New York, right? I, I, I liken their mentality very much to that because I go to a bar with a gorgeous view on a rooftop in New York and I get ripped off, right? That's, that's what's going to happen. Right, I, I'm about to get real. I'm about to be charged fifteen dollars. Okay, you're spending way too much for, for, for a drink. drink. Sure, I'm going to spend way but, too much for a drink. But a reason for I'm that. going to get exactly what I want. That that drink, and every time I've gone to like a higher class place in New York, yeah, I get overcharged by my standard. But that drink is exactly what it's supposed to be. But anyway, if I if I ordered a, a double, it had two and a half in it. Right, like it was it was built to be bigger than it was, and that's how they make up that gap. And I think that's what millennials want. Just Deal with it up front, but don't keep nickel and diming me all the way through with ads. Give me the experience I want to have. Give me that rooftop in New York with a fantastic drink. Well, and I think the, that's what they're getting at. If, if users are paying for a top-shelf environment, they are paying for a totally chill experience. No one's, no one's foisting stuff on them. No one's making them uh, do things that they, you know, take action that they wouldn't want. No, you know what? They don't have to think. They just have to point their mouse and do. Because mm-hmm. um, that that that's what pe- people pay a premium price for. Um, yes. I want to jump back to Rank Brain for a second, just because um, you mentioned David Harry a few minutes ago, and that just made my mind think about this incredible webinar I saw the other day. Um, it was Andy Betts, Doc Sheldon, uh, 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 David Harry, and um, not sure who the fourth person was. And I got to tell you, we got we got to take a break here in a second, and then in in that in that. Uh, in that break, I'm going I'm to be looking up the uh, the webinar, but I was looking it up a few moments ago, and Google's results, I'm telling you, Google's results are degrading, because this happened last Friday. I can't find reference to it on Google. It's very annoying. Um, when we come back from break, which we have to go to like right about now, uh, we will have reference to it. So on behalf of Dave Davies for being talking to the market, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Waste Media. You are listening to Webcology on Webmaster Radio.fm. It's the 15th of November or something like that, 2018. Stick around. We've got more coming up after the break. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2019. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website, as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry into the Web Marketing Association's 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. 
WebmasterRadio.fm. Get addicted. Get ahead. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Everyone, we're back on Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is the uh, 15th of November, 2018. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. We're rounding out the hour. We've got time for a couple more stories. Um, Folks out there, if you get a chance, um, go to SEM Rush and look in their webinar section. Um, or you can go to, uh, say, 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 Twitter or Facebook. Try hashtag SEO is AEO. And the, uh, there was a, a webinar that happened on November the 13th. That was my mistake. I said it was last Friday. I, I messed up. It was last Tuesday, like two days ago. Jason yeah, it happens to time, eh? It happens to be all the time. I mean, I, I, I don't remember what happened 15 minutes ago. We, we were doing a show, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jason Bernard, Doc Sheldon, uh, Omni Cito, and David Harry uh, spend about an hour and a half talking rank brain. And um, I usually don't sit through like um, SEO seminars or, or SEO uh, webinars or because I, I, I'm immersed in this like 24-7. I read it all the time. And listening to a webinar is kind of, you know, almost like painful because my mind is rushing ahead. Mm-hmm. This was great. This was an amazing conversation. Truly, truly enjoyed it. Highly recommended. SEM Rush has this whole series going. Um, SEO is AEO, and I strongly recommend tuning in. Um, but this one in particular rocked. And you know what it came down to? What's that? Um, I kind of got the impression that everybody on the panel had a slightly different impression of what Rank Brain was, and they all wanted to say so. Now, I, yeah. lo- I love all these guys. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I really appreciate each of these practitioners. Um, I think John Mueller the other day came out and said, like, please stop writing about Rank Brain. Or was it Danny Sullivan? One of the two comes, comes out and says, look, it's not Rank Brain in and of itself. Like you said in the beginning, Rank Brain is more of a carburetor slash trigger. Um, there's a heck of a lot of uh, I'm not sure what the right word is um, conversation or interpretation going on in the community about what right brain what role right brain actually uh, actually actually fulfills in Google's um, sets of algorithms mm-hmm. um, important to pronounce that properly sets of algorithms Um. But if you want to learn a hell of a lot more uh, about four different four different SEOs' opinions, this is a, a good webinar to, to tune into. Um, I love I love the uh, the last post you just put up about um, SEO contest exposes uh, weakness <laughs> people's algorithm. Yeah, I mean, this one too, oddly enough. Um, but uh, rhinoplasty Plato, Plato. Or, I'm sorry, rhinoplasty plano. Um, that's the that was the SEO challenge on, of a Facebook group. Plano being a uh, city in Texas, rhinoplasty being a cosmetic surgery procedure. Who can get number one for a rhinoplasty plano, Texas? Mm-hmm. Um, 
apparently the site that did was written mostly in Latin. Um, ipso, ipso, whatever uh, text. Yeah, yeah. Talk about a slap in the face, right? To uh, to Google, like you're telling me, quality content wins, right? You could not pick content that was less written for users, right? Like just just less. Now, in their defense, <laughs> it was a 30 day contest, new mm -hmm. domain, et cetera, et cetera. So they wouldn't have had time to pull in the metrics, right? That that you would need to have to know. Um, you know about, about the user's interaction with them, but well, there wouldn't have been many metrics to pull in anyway. And there would have been if they. It's one of those catch twenty twos, and here's exactly why Google has to be, or if not, either Google is lying or should be lying. Like, and I'm not even sure which I I hope is true. But you look, this is a great example because Google's come out repeatedly saying. Um, you know, we, we don't use pogo sticking on your site. We don't use time on site as a metric, right? Like they, they've come out repeatedly saying that John Mueller said it like just, Oh, Hey, you know what? Well, we got a story in the, in the hopper that we're not going to get to that says something like that today. No, we, we have another story right, that says exactly that. I don't believe uh, it either, by the way. No. And this is a clear example of why it should, because if I landed there, it, it shouldn't, I get why it would rank in a 30 day period because it, they don't have the metrics. I mean, they, they they should be able to understand that this is Latin, not English. But okay, I'm giving them a time frame here to go. Like they would be dealing with this sort of stuff. But if they're not using no, user they metrics, got, they should. They got they got their power elements down. They got their their uh, their their page titles are written in English and then they're descriptive. Mm -hmm. Their H ones and H twos, believe it or not, those still have power. Um, when you're arranging content on a page, your H one is a, is a very expressive little tag. Mm -hmm. Um. And then they then they bombed the hell out of it with links. Yeah, and that's so, gonna work. <laughs> especially, especially again, like 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 you've been saying, this is a thirty day challenge. Let's 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 like push this uh, ninety days, one hundred and eighty days, and see how this see how this website performs. Well, and that's and that's the thing that is over time, this would not work. But mm -hmm. I do find it to be you know over time. We're heading into the holiday season. How long do you need? Right, like that's Indeed. that's been. I've been an affiliate marketer. You don't need okay. more than thirty days to make your money back. Now, this this website that was uh, phrased in Latin, um, not not it, again. The some words were English, especially the the, the the power tag words. But like most of it itself was just Latin. Mm -hmm. It had reviews at uh, mm -hmm. at at Google Local. Mm -hmm. oh, sorry, <laughs> I Google My Business. Yeah. So you know, like the veracity totally legit. I'm sure it's kind of called into question too, eh? Does <laughs> <laughs> it calls the whole thing into question? Uh, but I think that's the point, right? And I think these things need to be done. Like you know that John and Danny and the whole room of engineers are going, "What the heck just happened?" <laughs> you wonder how Matt Cutts feels about this sort of stuff. He doesn't even work there anymore. Yeah, no, now he's probably just going, <laughs> your problem now, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> okay, we are down to two minutes. Um, Dave, um, what do you, uh, two minutes. Is there anything in there that, 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 that you need to get out? Um, first, I'm just going to give a quick hat tip over to SEMrush. They, uh, they just announced the, the release, um, and I use SEMrush. Um, of a photo editor and their social media poster, but it's oh not just God. a traditional. It is super sweet. 
So I just want to give them a them a hat tip to Melissa Park and the whole. I mean, she's the one that I know, right? Like, but to the to the whole crew over there, their developers are doing some some great work on something that isn't their core thing, right? That's what it really impressed me about it. I'm like, that's nice. Has some great functionality. Um, but I think what's really interesting because I wanted to hate this article, um, but but then I didn't. <laughs> Only because it was written by Barry Schwartz. Thank goodness we got this in at the last minute. Um, is asked a question, John Mueller, about links and using nofollow. Um, John had oh said the, 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 the advantage to nofollow is it lets you just link um, naturally, like not, not worry if you've just got this nofollow. Now, Barry Schwartz jumped in with a legitimate thing, basically going, I have to spend so much of my time moderating my comments. It is nice to know at least I don't have to worry about that, right? So if you have to hit this news button, having them all nofollowed. Um, one of my problems with it was I find it a bit of a cop out um, because John's like it lets your you know people just do that it lets you not worry and just focus on the content but we just watched and this is what half a year ago or something like that all of the major publishers going they're all no follow right all yeah. of the uh, in article links and that was to combat the fact that people were selling pages okay the problem here isn't the no followed links the problem here isn't the links it's that you're allowing crap authors in and that's the problem they need to be solving not the no follow links anyway i can hear the the music otherwise i'd rant for another couple I, minutes i got a whole bunch of points i want to make i do i do want to point out one thing barry was the last of us to go with no follows eh? he yeah. resisted uh, he resisted until i believe like a year uh, like last year yeah true so, so hey barry dude man i mean seriously um, <laughs> okay, friends, obviously, that's the that's the end of the hour. We've gone full clock. You've been listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm on the uh, 15th of November, 2018. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from B-Side Internet Marketing. Huge thanks to Brasco in the studio and all our friends at webmasterradio.fm. Stick around the network. Great stuff coming up after the news. We're here next week. Have fun. Stay safe. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.